Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the week one episode of the Shups and Preds podcast. Uh, this week, it is myself, Peter, and Matt. Say hello. 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 We'll be talking the week one matchups, which kick off here on June 8th. Uh, when BC visits Calgary for the CFL's first ever game aired live on CBS Sports Network. That's channel 420. I don't know. It's unfindable. <laughs> Have you guys figured out how to sign in? I can. No, we can't. All right. We, we're going to get to this later. I don't want to bury it. Well, actually, we'll talk. This will be the first segment we're going to talk. We will talk a little bit about the CBS Sports Network CFL Plus deal. Um First of all, let me say, A, thank you for joining us. B, if you're not following Shups and Preds uh, on Twitter, please do. That is where we post all of our content. Uh, You can also email us uh, at shupsandpreds at gmail.com. You can find us on Spotify, uh, Apple, anywhere anywhere you get yourself a podcast. uh, And we are more than happy uh, for you to give us positive reviews. So, before we get into picking games, just because it came about naturally, let's talk the CFL TV deal. So as you know, down here in the States, uh, we were on ESPN Plus uh, or ESPN Properties for, I think, since like 2016-ish. Maybe even before. Oh, no, even before. Uh, yeah, for a long ESPN time. Too. Yeah, because and on ESPN 3 before then. Um, and that has ended. This year, the CFL signed a TV deal, just TV, with CBS Sports Network. And then they have a streaming platform with CFL Plus, a newly branded streaming platform. So the issue, Matt, is that for the BC Calgary game, that's only available on CBS Sports Network. Is, was there a question attached to that, or? Well, you said, "Have you figured out the streaming?" <laughs> well, and so you can't. Uh, so stre- there is you, no streaming. There is no streaming of that game. The only streaming for the CBS Sports oh. Network is if you have, I think it's Fubo TV, um, because unfortunately, even if you have co- access to like Comcast streaming, really? you can't stream CBS Sports Network on the Xfinity Live app. You have to be on in-house Wi-Fi for that. So it is a highly, highly limited Ooh. streaming options for CBS Sports Network, which is very unfortunate, uh, to say the least. I think that's something that's getting overlooked a lot in this deal is they've re- now they've made up for it a little with the CFL Plus, which is great for access on a computer or phone at any time. Uh, and I'm certainly, you know, all you got to do is have an email and sign in and that's great. It's not as good as ESPN Plus because there's no replays through CFL Plus. You can't pause. You can't rewind. Um, and so some features that, you know, I think some of us have come accustomed to, we don't have. But whatever, it's free content. I, I'm not going to overly complain, although I do think ESPN Plus was just about perfect. So that's what I have to say about the new streaming deal. Thoughts from anyone else? Yeah, just to echo what you just said i the espn plus thing was so perfect it, it like it was so easy it, i mean espn plus has now grown to such a big platform that you know you it's 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 where i think you go for a lot of like you know it's got golf now it's got 
so many of the other sports that um, we watch. It was just like a hub, but it, it acted so perfectly as the, you know the CFL provider. And now that you have to go somewhere else for less games, is just yeah, it's upsetting. And I, I mean, obviously they have a great. I'm not questioning their understanding of the American TV landscape. Obviously, they get it and they pay people to get it. But I feel like, I I mean, even being said, like, even so, I think what the deal was worth, like a million dollars per team or something like that, is what I heard it was rumored with CBS. Like, what they're losing in exposure to have these games on CBS rather than ESPN Plus, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that's not a good trade-off, but Absolutely. obviously we'll have well, to see. But what, what does that, what does that, what does that quantify as? Right, losing exposure. We obviously love the ESPN deal because for the low, low cost of you know what even ESPN Plus standalone is seven ninety nine, seven ninety nine. Yeah, um, you get all the thirty for thirty stuff, a bunch of golf, uh, a bunch of you know just. Uh, College sports, and then hockey, even for baseball, yeah, hockey, even for so, yeah. just CFL, yeah. like you all, three of us, four of us, if Tyler joins, would pay seven ninety nine a month to watch all CFL games. That yes. that is the that was the price of admission. Take care of it, but that's us. Yeah. That that's not no. I don't. I don't really feel. I I don't. Maybe maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe I should say. TSN wasn't promoting it. No. ESPN wasn't promoting it. We already saw, we saw the Nance thing that people are kind of, you know, Jim Nance dropped the CFL on a national broadcast, which is great, but he's also paid for it, which is, I think is, is you know, I think CFL on Reddit uh, was, was poo-pooing it. Like, oh yeah, he's paid to do that. Well, it's like, that's more. Well, that's why you signed than, the deal. That's more exposure than the CFL's ever got on any TSN or ESPN platform. Yeah. During that deal, so it is more difficult, and it's if vastly more were, expensive. If you were to disconnect from your home Wi-Fi and sign in with someone's uh, Xfinity login, even if it might not be your own, hypothetically, yes. as long as you're not connected to your own Wi-Fi, you can watch CBS Sports Network. So you just have to be connected to no internet at all. Mm-hmm. You have to, uh, yeah. Uh, CBS Sports Network app, uh, when I was on Wi-Fi, blocked me, got off of Wi-Fi. Yep. I'm now watching uh, women's bowling on CBS Sports Network. Oh, good. And so, that's that's the other thing, thing I will say. Is that I, can, I could convince, or not even, not convince, I could, my roommates and friends will would like watch the CFL because, you know, we're scrolling through ESPN to, for something to watch. Yes. Never again will that happen because nobody is ever scrolling through CBS Sports Network. No, and I, I think that's a great point. And I think doesn't the, happen. that's also fair. The accompanying um, broadcast, the accompanying um, entertainment on CBS Sports Network, I don't think is flattering. No. It's, it's not no, good I, I, content that, to say no. the least. Uh, the college sports so it does have is going to be like the third best Mountain West game of the week. Um, come football season, which isn't great, uh, I don't think. And certainly it doesn't have any major sports on it. You know, you'll get like the motocross lead in from 
Palm Springs, I guess. I don't know what that does for... I, I just think that that matters as well, in my opinion. Like, you want to surround yourself with other good offerings. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like oh, the must-see TV yeah. on NBC. A block of comedy, all feeding off of each other. But right, but like, I, I'm so with that. Like, you could, like, Peacock, it's got Premier League. You partner with Peacock, Premier League, yes. now you got CFL too. With yes. ESPN, you got all the other sports. Like, there's so there was so like all these other platforms. I felt like had so much more momentum than CBS Sports Network. But that was out of the but they're, but they're not relying on that, guys. It's they're not relying on streaming. You know, this this is a cable play, right? Well, this okay. is okay. Th- this uh, is in the same way they that, are not, but they should be. Well, maybe so, but I, ESPN doesn't see Unless value the plan- in driving people to. ESPN Plus, specifically for CFL. They don't feel that CFL people will go to ESPN Plus. At least they feel that less than CBS Sports Network. But I think we have to think about CBS Sports Network as cable, right? Xfinity, Charter, yes. whoever, they're building out their stable, right? So, it, it, but And it's more than one brand umbrella. But so in that way, CBS Sports Network does have all the other things because it's part of your cable subscription yes but not really though because if you look where cbs sports is situated on your cable subscription it's situated with the rest of the junk like and that's just the truth of it is it's down you know if you got espn as up with obviously espn2 and then you've got nfl network right biden and CBS is down towards like FS1, a completely forgotten network that only comes alive during college football season and, you know, outdoor channel and the tennis channel. I just don't think even in cable landscape, it doesn't have good accompanying channels around it that are going to have people flipping past it. That's my opinion. I think it was not a good play, but we shall see. We're gonna enjoy it no matter what. That's that's that should be the main takeaway. I'll be watching. Yeah. So right. I just would rather be watching on ESPN Plus. Yes, because <laughs> the best part about like I mean I know we keep saying it, but oh, halftime in the CFL game, man. Let me see the eighty other really good games ESPN has to offer. Yes. I completely agree. I completely agree. Okay. With that being said, again, any other final notes are on the also TV available deal? with cable? I know that ESPN really has nice. cable. <laughs> I think part of it is enticing people to sign up for Fubo or right. That's what C- yeah. that's what CBS obviously sees value in is for people who have cut the cord, going to YouTube TV, Fubo TV, Sling TV, whatever. Yeah. That's what they're. Kind of pitching. That's that's why I'm pitching to you, Peter. Now I'm not going to buy into it. I'm not. I want to get. Not. I want to get rid of. I want to get rid of services. I don't want more. But it's fair right. enough. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right. With that being said, uh, it is time to talk yes. about the games at hand. Let's go. We've waited a very long time for this to happen. Uh, it is CFL Week One. Uh, before we get into the games, I guess should I should say. And this is, we have. I haven't asked you this before. This is it's first thing that pops to your head. Is there a storyline you are looking forward to this season? 
Oh, I mean, I, I think multiple, but... What is what 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 when you're thinking of the 2023 CFL season or on the eve of kickoff? It's a couple days away. What are you thinking about? Could be big, small. Just what excites you about the season? I think. I mean, I know you're gonna love this, Jay, but the Edmonton Elks excite me. Yes, they do. The Edmonton Elks excite me. I am I am most interested in seeing. I mean, obviously, I don't expect them to be world beaters, but you know. The, the they could contend have, for a playoff spot. Totally. Absolutely. The Elks have great weapons. The defense needs to improve. Or we will see if the defense has improved. AC I should, Leonard. I should say. The the D-line could be nasty. Serezna right. Leonard just saying. Now, after witnessing the Elks, we, uh, we've seen the Elks live. We have. Let's remember this. We've seen them live. And... We've seen them at their worst, so they're almost they're, a year their ago. Floor, the the their their floor height is yet to be seen. Yes, but I think their ceiling is much higher than people think. I would agree with that. I would agree with that, Matt. What are you thinking? I think this. I'm most excited about uh, the QB, QB, mm-hmm. the right? reshuffling. So the yeah, the huge. I'm excited. I'm really excited for this first uh, Hamilton Winnipeg game. Um, I think the I really wish that Trevor Harris and uh, Cody landed on the in the same um, in the same division, uh, but I think both those guys are through faults of their own and for reasons that are out of their control have had had just struggles that don't necessarily reflect their capabilities. Right, yes. um, T. Harris, you guys know I'm a huge. Uh, Huge fan have been sort for a of while. the forgotten man this offseason. Mm-hmm. Really, the that has been that has been for a while. A, I mean, you know, he had a very good year last year. He did. No, he totally did. And then you know he's just coming off getting absolutely shafted now twice by Montreal. Although not really, he kind of shafted Montreal. But you know, this is a guy who was on the roster, ended up you know playing really well for for them, but lost out on. Six figures of a uh, a roster bonus because he was cut and then re-signed. Um, so then the Cody we we know Tyler's not here to defend him, but we know he's had his struggles. Would he if he uh, was? <laughs> and then no. you know, unfortunately Jeremiah Masoli is out for at least it sounds like about four weeks. Um, and Jake Mayer, right? And so yes. those are guys we know about. Um, there are a ton of guys. I talked about it in the. Um, Either in the draft or the predicate about guys like Dane Evans, Caleb Evans is still around. Um, nope. Obviously, Swag Kelly, uh, all the guys on Edmonton's roster. They have retained four QBs on their roster after final cuts. So uh, I just think QB, the shuffle will continue. This is not just an offseason shuffle. This is going to yes. keep going. I love it. I will say my thing I'm looking forward to is you know how much I love a two-man backfield. And <laughs> there are content like, okay, Kadeem Carey, Diedrich Mills, Ouletten Harris, Morrow and Hickson, Stanback and Fletcher, maybe Butler and STE and Hamilton. There are plenty of opportunities around this league to have true two-man backfields, thunder and lightning, all this kind of stuff. You know that gets me going, and I'm just excited <laughs> to see how that plays out uh, throughout the season. 
Um, I think that'll be very exciting. And we'll start with one of those two men backfields. Week one, game one, kicking off the CFL season, BC at Calgary. Peter, you're the Pred King. Well, to no or surprise, so, I mean... Or so I've been told. Obviously. Kick us off. Th- thank you, John, for mentioning that. Absolutely. Um, I will be... Uh, I'm going to be picking BC okay. to uh, win the first game of the 2023 CFL season. Um, mostly because I have little faith in Calgary's defense to be able to stop Vernon Adams in his first game uh, in charge of the BC offense. Interesting. Um, I don't, I mean, we kind of talked about this last week, but the stamps aren't like, like, you know, there's always like preseason talk and there's, you know, they kind of have a, I would say, uh, what's the word? They're usually, they have a, you know, very solid defense, but absolutely. They, they also allow they like there's weeks where they just allow like thirty plus forty plus points, um, yes. and I think this is going to be one of those weeks. We have you know BC has an electric offense, and um, I think you know I don't cert, I don't think Calgary's going to be oh, you know terrible, but it's you know Jake Mayer's first game um, in charge. I think he I don't I you know I think he needs to play like. You know, I think he needs to have a very, very good game in order for them to win, and I don't think he has a very, very good game. I think he just plays normally, kind of trying to ease his way in. Well, I think Vernon is kind of c- coming off some hype, and he's got something to prove. Yes, there nobody creates off-season hype like Vernon Adams Jr. No, <laughs> he comes into every off-season like. Dude, and it's great. Like every offseason, it's he gets the boys together, goes through workouts. Like it's his team. People want to play for him. I, I, I'm ready for it to pay off. I'm ready yes. for it to pay off. Yes, um, uh, I agree. Matt, who do you have in this one? I am going to take the British Columbia Lions. Yes. Oh. My gut tells me that's a bad idea, but my heart says that's fine. which is all that matters i think i think va is gonna play well maybe calgary gets a slow start mm-hmm. you know other than the burnham the bc uh receiving core is largely unchanged they've even added some 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 weapons so i think this could be a win for the bc lions i like Love that it. but also it- fully waiting on a big shootout like i don't i don't think total points will be under certainly not under 40 i i easily over 60 i could not my first note on this game (laughs) verbatim bc wins in an absolute shootout to begin the season oh yeah i i feel like i which i feel feel like this is the perfect kickoff game Mm -hmm. uh now Knock on wood. Hopefully you can hear that. There will be a slop fest this week. I think we all know what game that will be. Um, (laughs) It won't be this one. But it is like so... I think that what really intrigues me about this one is you've got two quarterbacks that are both trying to answer the question and at least assert that like, I've been given the reins, but can I take control 
I've been handed the wheel. Can I take control of the ship, though? There's a difference between the two. They need to take ownership of the vehicle to mix my metaphors. Um, and I think that, like, the pressure level on VA is obviously high uh, when there's Dane Evans as a backup and to try to roll that momentum from the outstanding year that Rourke had. And then with Mayer, I mentioned it in the last podcast, he's he ended the 2022 season on a very, very bad note. Uh he was 12 of 22, 138 yards, down 20 to 6 in the Western semis when he got pulled in the early fourth quarter. Uh, that's a sour taste to end one season on. So can he, you know, bounce back from that, assert himself? He's got weapons, Malik Henry, Bagleton, Hakuna Vanu. I know how to pronounce that name. Uh, no <laughs> Phil Pot, unfortunately. And then obviously, how does the Calgary offense utilize Carey and Mills. Good, good you mentioned that. I was going to say we can't. And those running backs who, yeah. like, I I mean, if I were to predict it, I'd be, I'm going to be, we're going to be recording next week and we're going to be talking about how Carey had eight carries for 250 yards. And you're just like, why did you not give him the ball more? Uh, <laughs> but we'll have to see how that goes. All that to say, BC wins. So I think... You know, we'll have to get Tyler's think, pick later. Well, yeah, I think, well, because Tyler's so high on both Jake Mayer and Kadeem Carey. So yes. I, I, I want to kind of, I, I, Tyler kind of thinks that Jake Mayer is like the next, the next, you know, great QB. He does. In the CFL, which is fine. He, he is, though. That he, does not, he does could, that not he seem could be to you? Be. He could be. <laughs> he could be. Who he could is be? A, there is the same chance he great, is like, the next Nick Arbuckle, <laughs> well, but like, that he is the next yes. Mike Riley. Like Peter, there is the that same was chance of both very happening. well said. Thank you. There's the same chance of both happening, so uh, it's it's a it, the jury's still out on him. It's not a done deal. And then Matt, you mentioned because I want to mention this person before we go. You mentioned you know no more Brian Burnham. A name to remember in that BC wide receiver group, Justin McInnes. Mm-hmm. Coming over from Scatch, uh, playing with BC now. Uh, he's uh, Canadian, so I think he should be starting, get a starting spot there. Uh, we shall see, but something to keep an eye out for. Well, I mean, just a, a great starting five. Javon Katoy, Keon Hatcher, Justin McInnes, Dom Rhymes, Lucky Whitehead. It's Absurd. not bad. Absurd. <laughs> Pretty good. Peter, who's their running back? <laughs> uh... <laughs> KLF. No. They got a new guy in. No, 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 no. Um... They did just sign Kingdom of France. They did. I think we'll start for them. Dude, dude. Also a national. What was his name? Antonio something? Or did he get cut? Do we have a oh, preseason? They currently do not have Antonio Smith on the roster, but no, it's yeah, not Antonio wasn't... Smith. It's not Antonio. Antonio... Smith. Oh, We're trying to. It's none. It's none. It's not the guy on Roto Wire right now. I can tell you that much. There's only two running backs yeah, on. The I, roster. I don't know who Taquan Mizzle is. Antonio Williams <laughs> is currently on the practice squad, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's why you drafted two running backs. I'm sure, right? Uh, yeah, it's going to have to be Frankie Hickson, I guess. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a good that's pick. That's fine. I mean, right. well, I, my other fine. one is, no, I have a, I have a, I have, who's my other running back? Uh, uh, 
Oh no, that's for you to find out. Oh, uh, Walter. Uh, oh, no, that's Peter. No, no, no. Uh, Peter has James Butler. He's gonna be fine. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, okay. There we go. Yeah, I did. Okay. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Guy. Speaking of James Butler, perfect segue. <laughs> Hamilton travels to Winnipeg uh, for a showdown of the 2019 and 2021. Is that correct? Yes. 2019 and 2021 uh, Grey Cup games. Um, Matt, how's this one going to go? Bo's Bo's debut with Hamilton. Very exciting. Be quick. Yeah, see, I really like Bo in this. Okay. (laughs) I don't believe you. (laughs) I really do. It could be true. Like, that's... I, I I mean, same, why not? Well, I like Bo in this. I have question marks about kind of the depth. We, we talked about it. We, we've got Tim White and question mark for Bo to throw to. But I do think Bo is ready and hungry. But that being said, even though Winnipeg dropped the ball in the Grey Cup, they still have not shown me anything to make me not pick them. It has to be Winnipeg. Yeah, it's Winnipeg. Yes. Until they just completely fall on their face for, I'll say, four consecutive weeks. Yes. Like, on, on the fifth week after losing or winning poorly, maybe nah, I'll see, No, I disagree with that. They maybe I all season. <laughs> well, that's that's yeah. why it's maybe. Like, that's like, yeah. more, and then if they lose four in a row, like, oh, maybe I'll give them a shot. But until yeah. then, though, it's got to be Winnipeg. No, I think we talked about it last week. They're particularly primed to start the season well. Um, continuity, as they say, <laughs> the name of the game. Uh, here's a small little side prediction. I think the Bombers sack Bo Levi Mitchell no fewer than five times. Jeez. That's no. a little. Not I, that he doesn't. Not that he does poorly. Like I, I don't think yeah, Bo no, does poorly here, but I just think he gets hit. He gets hit a little bit in this game. No, I think um, I think that's a I think that's a really good point, JB. Just because, as you say, continuity. Yes. They they know what's up on defense. They've got the plan. They've had yes. the plan. Um. No, I'm with that. Obviously, I'm, I can. I, I I second that. So excited though. Like kind of sad because I do wish James Butler was still in BC, but very, I am excited and hopeful for how they utilize him in this offense. Like, um, obviously, they can get him the ball somewhat uh, early and often as a checkdown guy out of the backfield catching passes, running, take that pressure uh, off of Bo. I think that would be a, a huge benefit. So certainly looking forward to that part of the game. Yeah. So three for Winnipeg in that front. Yes, sir. All right. Well, <laughs> my turn to pick first. Uh, this will be, I think, the first official slop fest of 2023. I when Ottawa, what one you thought it was going to be. Ottawa, Montreal, I think will be a slop fest. Uh, we've got, it looks like Nick Arbuckle, Arbuckle, who supposedly is playing very well in camp. So that's awesome. Taking on uh, the new man in Montreal, Cody Fajardo. Um, I went back and forth on this one. Uh, I think my pick comes down to that I just have more faith in the Red Blacks' defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am going to pick the Red Blacks. 
But it's weird. In all the games, it's almost as if the team I picked against is the one who I'm most intrigued by. And this one is the backfield of Fajardo, William Stanback, and Walter Fletcher. I think I want to see how those three play together, similar to with James Butler. Can they establish the run with Stanback and Fletcher, take pressure off Fajardo, give them time to throw? Um, I, I don't know. And then a little side pred. I think we get a Devontae Dedman return touchdown in this one. Ha-ha! So I like that. Very nice. Pete? Well, is there any? Is there going to be any punishment if that doesn't come true? No, it's just a side press. Are you sure? Why would I be punished for that? I don't know. Bold man. I mean, nothing ventured, nothing gained, but... That's what I think. No. I just like um, throwing... You know, I I've decided to come with some side press this We just week. like to pred. I, Peter... Yes. Um, will be picking... Montreal. Okay. I don't believe... In Nate Arbuckle. Okay. That's it. Don't even know his name. <laughs> yeah. Nick Arbuckle, sorry. <laughs> I was reading reading a Nate name. Yeah. It's, that happens all the time. Uh, no. So yeah, I just I just don't. You're not an Arbuckle believer. Wow. No. I, I wonder no shape or form to... and I'm not that I'm a Fajardo believer, <laughs> but no, Willie Stanback is consistently like... a top five back. I can I can put my I can put my faith in him. Yeah, I was surprised it is, when it you is went kinda... to Arbuckle as your example of a <laughs> a CFL potential squandered. But now it's obvious that you really have it in for this guy. I don't have <laughs> it in for him. He's just not very good at his job. <laughs> like he's 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 not particularly talented when it comes to. I don't think that's classes. true. I think he just needs to. He is obviously. He plays, you know what he needs CFL in his life, Peter, is good, continuity. He's, he's, yeah, right. I mean, if Masoli's playing, this this uh, my my mind is totally changed. But yeah, there's definitely a bit of a bummer with Masoli missing the first two weeks, and then so right. I think he'll be back week four. Is the plan? Yeah, but but would love like, for him back week one. Not not that Masoli is you know god of accuracy. He certainly makes his mistakes. Yeah, but Arbuckle is legitimately like okay, two interceptions guaranteed. He's a little a little bit wild, a little bit wild. Matt, what do you think's happening in this one? I'm with Peter on this one. Uh, with Masoli under center, I am firmly picking the Red Blacks. Um, but I do think yeah, there's. Willie Stanback is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. The receiving core, like Cody Fajardo excels in short yardage. And now he is linked up with one of, if not the best short yardage receivers in the league in Greg Ellingson. I like that. And so, I mean, that really, if it, you know, this could be a pick and pop down and dirty Stanback, Fletcher, run, toss it off to the Gelly man. And then we still have uh, Hergy and uh, Tyson. Um, not a hugely deep uh, receiving core for these guys, but... Can so Julian Grant keep an eye out? Julian, Julian, Julian. Yes, we love he him. is solid. He is solid. Uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, I think Montreal takes this one. 
Okay. Interesting. Interesting. With that, we move to the final game of the week. The question hanging over the entire season. Will the Edmonton Elks get a home win? Peter, I send it to you first. Are the Elks beating the Rough Riders? Mm, I think... Um, yes, I think the Elks, Elks beat the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, I think with the weapons they got... I that think, is nice. I Dude, uh, le- this is going to be, I think, a semi-spicy take, but I think... Cornelius has got something to prove, like this year. He he's could be just as good as Mayor, if not better. Dude, um, preach. I think he's. It shown, can it can happen. I think he's shown uh, glimpses, much like Jake Mayer has shown glimpses. Um, but yes. no, I think um, Edmonton's got a you know revamped look. They're uh, I think not not just hungry. They're desperate to prove uh, you know. Re- rebuild their image after uh, the dumpster fire that was the 2022 season. And yep. um, I think, that I mean, I don't like Saskatchewan, so no better team to start it off against. I love it. Matt. Peter. Yes. Do you think that Edmonton has a stronger offense than Saskatchewan? Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's that's – on paper, I think that's fair to say. You do? Very yeah. fair. I think that's very fair. Matt, here, you, you continue with what you've got to say, then, then let me read you something. Like, I think, I so, think, I, I think, I think, I think Kevin Brown, um, <laughs> I think Kevin Brown, at least what he showed last year, he is in play to be one of the elite running backs in the league. So I'd stat, I'd put him up against Morrow and Hickson. Um, that's fine. And I then just, Matt, receiver I really wise, like, like receiver Dylan Mitchell, wise, Dylan Mitchell is hold on one so, at a time, one at a time. So no, to what Peter's saying, but though, but receiver wise, uh, Eugene Lewis, Stephen Dunbar, Dylan Mitchell, um, there is not a better receiver trio than those three. Agreed. There are though, there are Agreed. receiver trio that are as good, and you know any given week, can, but there's not one that's clearly better than those three. I don't think. Yes. Fair. And they have Manny, so. I'm, and certainly, I'm, though, you don't think that Edmonton has a better defense. I well, don't. I don't I've, think I've, that, I've but it this, could be true. I said this earlier. The defense needs to show improvement, not just that they can improve. They need to immediately show improvement. This is um, ultimately where I'm going, is for me, we've got – Close to a toss-up. I give it to Sketch. You may give it to Edmonton on the offense, but clearly a a big difference on the defensive side. I see no other way this ends than Saskatchewan winning. Interesting. Yeah, whatever. Interesting. <laughs> I just feel like that could that for sure could be true. But I mean, also T. Yeah, T. Harris is great. Like we just don't know. <laughs> Well, that's yeah, part of the it, prediction is do they have a better defense? Do they have a better offense? If it's if one team is as good or better in both those categories, that yeah. team is the one that you would go with for the prediction. Yes. Mm. Well, but like here's the thing: like 
the <laughs> I, I I have I have a lot of Am I, I think I have a lot Am more faith than other people do in T. Harris. Like I as I said, I definitely think T. Harris is the forgotten man in the league right now. He had a really solid year. Um, he finished the year strong with a couple of solid playoff performances. Um, but the wide receiver core in Saskatchewan, like, so two guys that I would think they're going to be relying on pretty heavily in Daryl Walker and Jake Wanneke, like, coming off pretty Terrible rough years. years. Yeah. Coming Especially off some Darryl. pretty rough years. Terrell. Um, and so, like, and then, yeah, you've got, uh, Lenius, who you think rebounds, you think like, yeah, all right, he's going to be a good yeah. player once he kind of gets back into the system. System, mm-hmm. um, but I just not, I don't know. Like, I just don't have a lot of faith. Whereas with Edmonton's receiving, you know, obviously Cornelius needs to take the leap to make it worth uh, having such a good receiving uh, group. But like, I think the pieces are there for Edmonton to be. A, a, a somewhat explosive offense. Yes. Correct. Which is why I'm picking the Edmonton Elks. It's hard. To not only win, but to win big. Oh, that's, oh God, that's, that's outrageous. But... To win big. <laughs> the, the Jamal Morrow, Frankie Hicks in backfield is a Love little it. bit scary. And especially with, you know. Yeah, just switch your pick. Peter, please. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> I what I will say though is I think I think I think we really need to pay attention to T. Harris in this game because I think yes. he's getting he's getting of age where oh uh, that I don't like this train of thought. Why he's getting older. And so we need to we need to see if there's some regression. We have to. It's something it's something to pay attention to. He gives like I think I mean obviously Mike Riley was, you know, old in his later career, but like he regressed hard. And so Interesting. Pete, I didn't expect this take to come I didn't expect this take. <laughs> this is Truly out of left field. I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm in the opposite <laughs> camp. Like I feel like I know you I guys feel, are so. I, I, I just I don't. I just I just I, don't I just wish he had. I wish they'd done a better job putting. I wish they'd done a better job putting weapons around. Great in his last couple years. No, I agree with Matt. I don't think he regressed that much. It didn't his, his second? They didn't the make the playoffs. Led, like they, they weren't a good the, team in passing yards. No, they weren't a good team though. I think like that definitely is part of the regression, uh, or in my, I think what maybe sours his time in BC is that they didn't go to the playoffs. I gotta say, yeah, that's fair. So I think that maybe makes. I understand like he went from like uh, Edmonton was a total contender with him, so he goes to BC and they just didn't put it together. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like I if Harris was in if Harris was back in Edmonton, uh, that would be. Yeah, that, I would. I would definitely be very excited for that. But definitely something to look yeah. forward to is how did Peter, his his last year he led the league in passing yards, tied for second in passing TDs, fifth in rushing TDs. Did he catch a dub though? I think <laughs> I, 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 I just like uh, he did not no, regress. Like... He regressed competitively though. 
he regressed in dub getting, which is yeah, I think I, what I'm Peter's not getting at. In Russell <laughs> Russell Westbrook is a triple double machine. He is oh. a bottom hundred NBA player of all time. He sucks. He he has he he has a dub allergy actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, <laughs> boys. That concludes our first set of picks for the 2023 CFL season. Does anybody have anything more to say until we tell these people where they can reach us again and to enjoy the games? Um, no, go Lions, though. Eh? Go Lions. Matt? Go Lions. Go, go Elks. Lions. You know what? Everybody. I think, I think, I think they're going to lose, but I, I do hope they win. Find us, Shups and Preds, on Twitter. Email us, Shups and Preds at Gmail. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Leave a constructive or positive review. No negative reviews. We've been over this. Uh, And with that, we will talk to you next week. Peace.